0: Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts, information for and about veterans. For this edition of the podcast, host Bill Hodges sits down with Karen Worcester, Chief Executive Officer of Wreaths Across America. Karen is a repeat guest on Veterans Corner Radio, bringing lots of great information to share about their outreach programs for youth to foster patriotism. She tells us that the organization continues to grow. Along with placing wreaths on the graves of our service men and women, they also have established a great radio network, Wreaths Across America, where they facilitate the spread of information by highlighting programs like Veterans Corner Radio donate, volunteer, or be educated. Those are the opportunities they offer. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner Radio on Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges.
1: Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. And I have one of my favorite guests back with me. I promised her last year because we're pretty much into the Christmas season already. And a lot of organizations had the opportunity to use the information that she's going to give us. But our guest today is Karen Worcester, and she is the wife and founder, co-founder, I guess, is the thing, of the Reads Across America. And I just think it's one of my favorite charities. I'm not even sure it's considered a charity for as much effort as y'all put into it.
2: Well, thanks. Thank you for having me, Bill. Appreciate it. And I'd like my audience
1: to know this is a big organization put out. And we'll talk about the number of rees that go out every year, the other things. But Karen serves at no compensation for being the executive director. And that's few and far between for our big organizations like this. And I thank you so much for coming back on the show.
2: Well, thanks for having me. And uh I I'll, I'll, for clarity, we uh we actually are a 51C3 and we actually had our beginnings started when uh in 1992 when my husband uh we'd always been in the um holiday reef business and he had some leftover Rees and he wanted to do something meaningful with them. And he got permission. Um, I don't know how. He's very persuasive. <laughs> he got permission uh, from Arlington to bring those Rees down. So he loaded up the truck. I had a volunteer, a local pro- trucking company said, yeah, throw them on my truck. They took a couple of our kids and a handful of volunteers, and they went down to Arlington, took them all day to put out 5,000 wreaths. And it just impacted them so greatly, my kids came home, and every day they'd come up with a different name and and wondering about these people. They were actually in the Civil War section of the cemetery, and it was amazing to them. It impacted our lives we We made a vow we'd always do it as long as they'd let us and we continued just the family we um after that year, we made the Reed special. Uh, but we went every year, um, and it was it wasn't until 2005 when a Pentagon photographer happened to be there and took a picture of what we were doing. The reason it had snowed a little bit, it went on the Pentagon uh, website newsletter, and it went viral. And so it was never intended to be a big public thing. It was our family's way of saying thank you for those that served, and uh, just by people calling and We were just inundated with thousands of, of emails and calls. It was crazy.
1: You know, I, I deal with Arlington on a regular basis, calling, talking with their PIO <laughs> and so forth. And I know how protective they are of Arlington. And rightly so. A lot of our national treasure is invested in those graves. So Merle must have had a real good story <laughs> to tell in order to get just- in there.
2: I think it was the simplicity of it. It was something that it was literally how we made our livelihood. So we gave what we had. And it just continued. Like I said, for years and years and years, there were only a handful of volunteers. Well, when they found out about us, when that went on the internet, people wanted to participate. So we literally started getting, and I joke about it because my husband, he has an email address, but right to this day, he's never sent an email. <laughs> and so his secretary and I were like trying to keep these emails answered, and there were thousands of them. And then letters pouring in, how can we do this? Can we get reads at our cemetery? And so um, by that was in 2005, like December. So by January 2006, we were in a whole different area. And by the middle of the year, we knew we had to do something. So people wanted wreaths all over the country. We we couldn't do that. So we came up with the idea that we'd have a wreath for each branch of the military and one for POWMIA. And in two thousand six, we were still just uh, just the family operating. And so, but to um, I think it was around a hundred different cemeteries got these what we call ceremony wreaths and. We just asked everybody out of the blue said, how about we do this all at the same time? So you do your while we're at Allenton. And it just snowballed from there. When when they left that year to go to Allenton, it wasn't just them. The Patriot Guard riders came to Maine and rode to Allenton with them. And they ended up stopping at schools. People wanted just to be part of it. Oh, so, it's something
1: so, everybody wants to do. once they know about it. Once they, crazy. You know... It wasn't until I actually walked amongst the wreaths and saw, I don't, I don't, you know, cemeteries can be sad places. Mm. As hard as our national cemeteries organization works on keeping them mowed, keeping them everything. But those wreaths just brought something, I don't, I'm not sure the proper vernacular for it.
2: I'll share a story. But first, let me just get back to how we became a 501c3. So it literally was on from people wanting to participate that we formed the 501c3 was actually formed in 2007. So it wasn't until 2007, even though we'd been going as a family since 1992, that we became a 501c3. And at that point, we started having cemeteries all over the country. And it's, it's grown so much that this year, we'll have 4000 uh, cemeteries all over the country. And, wow. but, but I'll share a story. It happened, um, around 2009, we stopped in Bangor, Maine, and it was actually a, a lovely woman who worked for the governor. Then she's a Goldstein mom and she stood, and this is in Maine. So she's, she got up on the platform and she told a story about how she had left work and she drove to the uh, veterans cemetery in Augusta, Maine, And um, you know how you, if you drive something a million times, you almost don't think about it anymore. You can actually be thinking about everything else and still get where you're going. And she had that kind of experience. It was cold, a little bit of snow on the ground. This was before she actually knew about Reefs Across America happening. And she drove into the cemetery. She got out and she walked to her son's grave. And she got when she went to her knees, she said she was just hit in the face with life. There was this balsam wreath that smelled. Yeah, it was fragrant. It was green. It was a symbol of it was like a living thing that gave her such hope that her son was being remembered. And she moved me to tears. And we heard that from so many people. And the fact that for a ghost, mom and their grief um, to know that even after they're gone, that somebody else is going to come by and say the name. We always ask that they say the name whenever they place a wreath. Uh, we we b- firmly believe that a person dies twice, the first time when their heart stops to beat and the life leaves their body. But the final time is when the name is spoken for the very last time. And they, these families don't want that. So that wreath is, I call it the catalyst. It brings us into the lives of the Goldstaff families. It brings the stories of their loved ones into our lives. And it just joins us in something that God knows we need something that we can unify in, and that's thanking those that served and embracing their families. So it's pretty powerful stuff. Now, if somebody wants
1: to individually make a donation, mm-hmm. they'll go to your website.
2: Yep. org, And it's actually a sponsorship and a sponsorship is $17, but it doesn't just place a wreath. It will place a wreath on one of our loca- participating locations. And they're all found on the website, but it also supports our year-round mission. And we have a huge TEACH mission. Um, we work every day. We do like you. We try to, to get word out there for where veterans' resources are. And uh, so the, the whole mission is to remember the fallen, honor those that serve and teach the next generation. And the TEACH piece, to me, has become the most important part. You might have heard me say this before. I, years ago, um, was interviewing Roger Donlin, who was the first Medal of Honor recipient for the Vietnam War. And I asked Roger, what what's, what, do we need to do as an organization? What's the most important thing we can do? And he didn't miss a beat. He said, we need to teach the next generation, teach our kids to love our country. And it hit me like, I still get a little emotional because that is our responsibility. And one of the best ways to do that is to bring these kids into a cemetery with their families, to meet Goldstaff families, and to place a wreath on uh, veterans grave that is part of their history it's their heritage it's part of who they are as an american so we feel that that's our, that's what we do um year round we we've got a at org. you can find that teach Curriculum for all age groups, and the other thing that we do, Bill, is we work with other organizations. We work with the Medal of Honor Society, with Ike Eisenhower Foundation, the Rosie the Riveted Group, uh, Random Acts of Kindness. We share their their um, teach around virtues of of what the american soldier is and what we as citizens need to be so the curriculum is all free it can be found on our website as well as on teacher pay teacher uh absolutely free and it has taken off all of the country not just in uh for homeschoolers but for private schools and public schools as well and that's all free and it's on org. now if
1: there there are ways that groups can become involved also is
2: that correct Absolutely. One of the things that and this was from the inception of Reads Across America, um, we knew that we wanted to work with everybody, that we have to do this together and it would be disingenuous for us to have this mission and not work with other people with like minded missions. So we have what we call a $5 back program. And if you're a 501c3 or a community that has a project to help support veterans, you can sign up as a sponsorship group. And you we help you develop a website, a page, and people can get a sponsorship through your page. Um, but you, for every $17 sponsorship, your organization gets back $5. We work with every size group. We work with Gary Sinise. And we work with, uh, you know, maybe a community who wants to get together to get a service dog for a local veteran. And to date, our organization has given back over $21 million uh, to these other uh, groups. So it brings us closer together. It helps us be in local communities, helping veterans in need in local communities. And we call it Reads Across America Family because we're all in this together. And I think that's the attitude we need to take as a country. We better start having each other's backs. Oh, I I
1: totally agree with you. You know, one of the organizations I was talking to recently have decided they're going to work with your organization. Mm -hmm. And the money that they earn or that's separate from what they have to give you of that initial donation, they're going to make Christmas for people in the local community, for Mm -hmm. veterans. Mm -hmm. And
2: uh, there's a lot of vets that can use that help. Absolutely, we call it doing good twice, and it it does. It you know, it's it's hard. It's hard for people to. You can say, well, I want to have a fundraiser or do something, but you might need to have seed money to do that, and it doesn't cost anything at all to sign up to be a a sponsorship group with Reads Across America. And like I said, we we have story after story of, of groups that uh, have have been able to, you know, keep the lights on in their own organization because they can, they're they able to um, make such good payback with Reads Across America. And I think that's important. We just all need to work together. And supporting the people in the military and their families is one of the most important things we can do.
1: You know, speaking of families, it, it appears your organization actually Operates a lot like a family.
2: Absolutely.
1: (laughs) the People seem very close. One that I've worked with recently has been Jeff Pierce, Mm -hmm. your director of broadcast and media partnerships. Mm -hmm. And it amazes me what you've all accomplished in that field.
2: Well, my, my staff here, they're all amazing. And they just, you know, they give from the heart. That's for sure. They certainly, uh, Go above and beyond what their job description is, but they, uh, they will also tell you that what really makes Re across America work are, are volunteers. You know this year we'll have four thousand locations. every single one has a a volunteer that spearheads that that organization and in, in that um, cemetery and they go out literally and they get the sponsorships they put incredible ceremonies if anybody just go to google and put Reese across america and you will see these incredible ceremonies and we just require that they're all inclusive they're non-political And these people will bring together veterans, they bring in kids. We have about 3 million volunteers now and a third of them are kids. But I will tell you right now, the volunteerism, not just of the boots on the ground in the communities where they get the word out if somebody needs help. And these are people like the VFWs and American Legions who've been doing this kind of work long before we started doing it. But they just work together so well. And the amount of uh, media that we have, earned media on the social pages. So if people have a message and they want to share it with us, the Jeff, as you mentioned, he, he heads up our radio station. I know your podcast is on a radio station. And we, I believe we've taken on over 25 now that are people who have things of interest for veterans. We want to just make sure that we're living up, you know, to our... Uh, our whole mission, which is to remember on a teach, but big kudos to all of our volunteers. And that includes the trucking industry. You know, this year, we'll do 3 million race. Um They'll wow. go all over the country and they go 90% of those wreaths are delivered by the volunteers in the trucking industry, big companies, um, you know, individual drivers with their own one truck and they just all come together. And it is a sight to see people just working together and it feels like family. And when you go to these ceremonies, it feels like family.
1: Well, the first person I talked to was Amber Karen. Mm-hmm. And she was your public relations director. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was very, very, I want to use the term nice, professional without a <laughs> doubt, but just—but really nice and easy to deal with. You know, as usual, I've run out of time. And I appreciate your coming on the program. My guest today has been Karen. Worcester. And she's the executive director of the Reads Across America program. Fabulous program. I thank you so much for being on the show, Karen.
2: Thank you for having me. Just go to ReadsAcrossAmerica.org. And Bill, we got to get you up here to Maine one of these days. Oh, I would
1: love that. You're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell yourself so often, because you are, you know. And we'll talk to you very soon again on Veterans Corner Radio. And again, Thanks to all the people up there at the Reeds Across America for everything you do for our vets.
2: You've been
0: listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and our opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Before we go, here's a quick final thought. Why not take a minute to follow or mark Veterans Corner Radio podcasts as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be among the first to be notified when new episodes of the podcast are released. And thanks for listening to Veterans Corner Radio podcasts.